Hey everyone, Tessa Stuckey here with For the Sake of Our Youth. I just want to take a quick second to thank you for listening and joining me on this journey. This is a really scary world that we live in and being a parent is without a doubt the hardest job in the world. I am a mom of four, I'm a therapist, and now I'm an author. I'm so excited to announce that my book, For the Sake of Our Youth, was recently published in April. You can find it on Amazon or barnesandnoble.com. As a therapist, I get this amazing advantage to hear what's going on in today's world for our youth, and I just can't be quiet about it, to understand what's going on in today's culture and how it's affecting our kids' emotions. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it's not looking good. I have always said that I could talk about this forever, so much so that I could write a book about it. So I wrote the book about it, but I'm not done talking. So here we go. Ooh, also, sorry. If you're liking what you're hearing, go ahead and subscribe so that you get updated whenever there's a new episode that comes out. Maybe even leave a review. That would help other parents find this podcast easier. I would really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Also, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me at the mom therapist. For more information, go to www.tessastuckey.com. like to share this story with clients when I'm talking about anxiety because the truth of the matter is is that every human being experiences anxiety and that's not to minimize anybody who's feeling it really hard it's not to say oh everybody experiences anxiety so why why would we worry about you or why would we help you or yours isn't as bad as others right if everybody experiences it that's not what I'm saying what I am saying is more in a way of normalizing it like we all experience our own version of anxiety and there's different things that trigger that and we've all got to figure out how to handle it in our own way and something that I experienced when I was a teenager (sighs) is now what I use to help explain anxiety the feeling of anxiety and how to get through anxiety and how to kind of accept the fact that we all can get stuck there I hate scary movies like hate them and I feel like so many people love them and I don't understand that because to me it's like asking for anxiety (laughs) when I was in I don't know how old I was I was a teenager I really really tried to like horror films because everyone else did and it was almost like one of those things that like it makes you a grown-up because you can handle it you know and since as I've shared before there were many times in my life I didn't want to be young or a child or talk to like I didn't know anything I longed to be looked at as an adult and a grown-up and I so I would suffer through these horror films because you know I'd watch my mom and dad they could watch scary movies and so I felt like I needed to be able to and then like I would date certain people and they'd be like oh it's so cute you don't like scary movies I'll protect you (laughs) and I kind of liked that too you know I liked that attention of like them thinking that I was cute for hating them and then like them protecting me which anyway <laughs> um but I, I just remember forcing myself to try to like it and I hated every minute of it so knowing this about me I don't think I finally admitted that I didn't like horror movies until I was about 20 but knowing 
within myself that I did not like scary movies. It would, it's confusing as to why at the age of, you know, 18 or so, I thought experiencing a haunted house would be a good idea. Um, I mean, maybe I was open to trying new things. I don't know. Now that I'm older, I can handle it kind of thinking. Or maybe I just didn't want to be the only one left out waiting outside while all my friends went in. I'm not sure. But it's very, very clear now that it was a bad idea. So walking into the haunted house, I'll never forget, my stomach started to turn. Actually, hold on. Go back. Buying the tickets to go in. No, even further. The moment someone had the idea that we should go to a haunted house and the entire car full of my friends all agreed with it you know yay yes let's do it so much excitement was when my stomach began to turn why were they so excited about this why wasn't I why was I the only one feeling anxious so although I was experiencing anxiety at that time I put a smile on my face and told myself it's fine you've never done this before YOLO basically (laughs) even though that was not a saying back when I was 18 but yeah kind of like just do it you're older now you can handle it everyone else you know it's fake anyway like if there's a clown coming after you just remember it's fake so I suppressed my anxiety by telling myself that it was all going to be fine and that I might even like it so stepping into the haunted house I was sandwiched between two of my very tall friends and I remember grabbing my friend in front of me I I grabbed a shirt but I don't know why I was next to him because he was the most excited out of everyone so we walk in and it's super dark and I can't see anything but you can hear I don't know I'm sure all of you have been in a haunted house before but if you haven't don't do it (laughs) just kidding you I couldn't see anything but you could hear a lot of things So what I could see was kind of like in the little room that we were in and I had no idea, you know, how long I was going to be in this house. I did not see any exit in sight. It was just pure terror for me. Everyone experiences anxiety in their own way. So I experienced mine with like butterfly, like the knots in my stomach. Um, I get really hot. Um, I have a hard time breathing. And my stomach was turning in ways that like I had never, I mean, just, I guess, scared. I was just scared for my life. And I tried really hard to remind myself that it was fake, but nothing seemed to make me feel better. So I found myself breathing harder and faster. And I began searching for any way to escape this real life nightmare. I mean, that's what it really was, like a nightmare. But because it was dark and I was confined to one room and I was sandwiched between two very tall people which by the way I'm very short so everyone's tall to me um my vision was limited and you know there's random like fog throughout the house and all I could see basically all I could see were the laces on my shoes and I began to cry I had made everyone believe that I wanted to be there and now I couldn't get out at some point I found that my feet stopped moving And the person in front of me, every time he would jump because he was startled, it would make me more startled. You know how that happens. At some point, I let go of his shirt. Now there was this space in front of me. So I'm no longer protected. I'm feeling more alone than ever in this scary 
scary house. And that's what anxiety feels like, right? When you feel alone, you feel like you can't move and you don't know how to handle the situation. A lot of people behind me screaming and jumping around and pushing. And what did that do to my fear and anxiety? It just heightened it. So they started to get mad at me because I wasn't moving. And I know that you're supposed to move, but I I couldn't. I felt frozen. I was stuck because I knew that moving forward meant more scary things, more darkness. Then I realized that staying frozen keeps me in there longer. So I was stuck in this darkness. I had no good option. I could move forward and continue to be scared or I could stay put and continue to be scared. I felt trapped and I quickly learned that the actors that work in the house prey on the weak and target those who are extra scared. And guess what was coming towards me? As cliche as it is, a freaky clown was walking towards me with a chainsaw. So I decided that the better option was to power through. I couldn't collapse because I would be stuck with the clown. So I started to remind myself that there was in fact an exit somewhere and I needed to find it. This is temporary. I will get through this, I told myself. To distract myself and get through the haunted house, I closed my eyes as much as I possibly could, you know, squinted them so I could still kind of see in front of me. I covered my ears so I didn't have to hear anything, and I started to sing The Little Mermaid's Part of Your World (laughs) as loud as I possibly could. Finally, I caught up to my friend the one that was in front of me and before I knew it I saw the exit sign and without any hesitation I slammed my entire body into that exit sign and was out of the haunted house I could breathe again I was free everybody was laughing and talking about what part freaked them out the most and I was smiling knowing that I was finally out of that hellhole I tried it I got through it never again I got through it Sometimes our anxiety takes over and we're stuck in a dark place. And sometimes dark thoughts overwhelm us and we can't think clearly. We have two options. We can stay put and allow the thoughts and darkness to continue to be present. Or we can push through by searching for the exit, knowing the darkness is temporary and do whatever it takes to get there. Like sing a song, plug up our ears and drown out the noise. So how do you get out of your haunted house when you experience anxiety? What song could you sing as loud as you can to distract you and get through? When I say find the exit, I don't mean find the exit from your life or from this world. I mean find the exit from your anxiety. You've got two options. You can either stay put and continue to feel that anxiety or you can move forward. Find what it takes to get through the anxiety attack, the panic attack, the anxious moment quicker so that you finally feel that relief.